Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Another fantastic event that's happening in Cork the same weekend. We are talking about Hilary Rose coming to the stage of Cork Opera House with a live podcast celebrating the cast of The Young Offenders, which is part of her podcast series called Live Wild. And so I was dying to chat to her about it and had the chance to during the week. Sure, I've wanted to actually talk to you for the longest time. I mean, since you blew up on everybody's screens with the Young Offenders, your character has just been such a warm, gorgeous, frustrated, multi-layered, <laughs> uh, multi-dimensional, <laughs> glorious character. And I know it's been a fantastic response to your character as well through the entire season. So when I saw that you were popping up in the podcast festival and everything like that, I was really intrigued because I hadn't come across your podcast before. And then, Ooh. of course, that led me onto your link tree, which led me onto a whole other journey. And I thought, wow, I feel like you are a number of steps down further along the road that I've kind of just only recently started dipping my toe onto the bare grass, grounding myself kind of. Oh, beautiful. And I've loved, absolutely loved reading your blog and watching what you've been doing and listening to the podcast and the chats that you've been having. It's such a great listen. So if anyone hasn't caught up with you online on their podcast service yet, definitely, definitely do it. Can I ask you, when did you start this, I suppose, exploration and journey into living wild yourself? I suppose, really, I've always been at it since I was a kid. I was always happiest outdoors, always happiest in nature, in water, with horses, whatever. That's kind of where I was really happy. And I suppose as I got older, I forgot those things. Mm. You know, I mean, we kind of get sucked into the daily routines and we get sucked into work life and all these different things that draw our attention away from that. And um, I suppose right before the pandemic, I started to kind of think, God, there must be a little bit more to it than this surely there is and then uh the pandemic kind of afforded me the the time and the opportunity to dig deeper which was lovely so i kind of you know started to do barefoot walk well i was always barefoot i always try to be barefoot from may to september that's always my thing anyway if i can manage it obviously not in the cities but <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah i know <laughs> yeah yeah i do you know why get your feet in the cities but um so i would you know try to be in bare feet as much as possible start sea swimming and i really found i found breath work a really big one so like you know doing the wim hof breathing and there's all different styles out there but that was the one that i first came across that coupled with cold water immersion and i just decided to kind of document the whole thing it started as blog and then everyone was like oh, no, that should really be a podcast and it grew from there oh I can totally see it and you know the funny thing is 
breathing and you say it already in the, that very, very first podcast episode. It's something we do mm. from the moment that we're born and it's the last thing we do on this earth. And yet mm. we we kind of pay so little attention to it. And I know like from stage work and you would have done that in stage work. You know, your breath is mm. so important before you go out on live on stage. Centering your mm. breath is something you'd have to do. But the tensions that we are surrounded by so often, I actually didn't realise how often I hold my breath for kind of long periods of time until suddenly I take a little gasp. And <laughs> it was funny, actually, at the very start of this past cancer journey, somebody that I was interviewing in relation to a concert said, Elmerie, you must do some more breathing. And and it's only mm. something that I'm really kind of returning to now. And Wim Hof, my goodness, everybody seems to know about it except me. <laughs> yeah, he's been, his work is pretty amazing. And there's a, an amazing man called Breathe with Neil. Um, he's based in Dublin. He does workshops all over the country. And that's, he, he's uh, one of the highest level practitioners, Wim Hof practitioners. In Ireland, he's a super resource if you're looking for, you know, breath work or he has a lovely book out as well. I mean, it's really it's really vital. We do it every single day. We do it all day, every day. We just don't pay attention to it. But it's it's really what sustains us if we just slow down and pay attention to it and put a bit more emphasis and intention into it. Yeah. And when you think of how many people are sitting, you know, at desks all day long and all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. in front of screens and unintentionally and unconsciously, you, you end up in this very kind of shallow breathing state altogether, which is so unhealthy. And, you know, it's funny, we, I suppose I would only have really thought about breathing in terms of when I was consciously trying to, okay, right now I'm going to get into this meditation lark and now I'm going to listen to my breath. It's it's Mm. just something that's so vital all day, every day, really, We, we need more of it. And that's kind of just scratching the surface of what you've been doing with this podcast and with your blogs on Live Wild. So the title applies to both as people go searching for you on either. And, you know, it's it's a really just gorgeous, wholesome, natural, really open minded and open hearted way of looking at how we live our lives and how we tread upon the earth. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's I suppose it's just about trying to live with a bit more intention. And, you know, like I'm trying to practice it all day, every day, but obviously a lot of the time that escapes me too. So <laughs> You'd be a saint. To, like, come on. <laughs> I, have to, I have to come back and look at the podcast sometimes and go, Okay, no, I need, you know, just I, I need to practice what I'm preaching yeah. here. That's life, though, isn't it? Like we we know that, what we yeah. want, and then the hamster wheel kind of gets going, or you get distracted and yes. stuff like that. And so, but you are actually yes, starting season two. Yes, recording season two at the moment, and hopefully it'll be out towards the end of the summer. And obviously, we've got the live show coming up as well, which I think is going to be a, such a huge special event. I'm really excited about it. Okay, so you finished off season one in style, chatting to your, I suppose, on-screen children, really which was a great finish. Yeah. 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 So Chris and Alex, who play Connor and Jock in The Young Offenders, are, yeah, episode 10 of uh, the Live Wild podcast for the first season was those guys. And it was just lovely. And I suppose the inspiration then for the live show, which is coming up in the Cork Opera House on Saturday, July 22nd, came from that interview. You know, I interviewed the lads all about behind the scenes, all about our relationships and their journeys as individuals. Um, and I thought, God, wouldn't it be great to do this with the whole cast? And then I thought, well, let's take it a step further and let's try and do a live show with it because we never did anything live with the young offenders, you know, because we all had different commitments. And so I decided to put together Live Wilds, the podcast in conversation with the cast of the young offenders. And that's 
at the Opera House, like I said, Saturday, July 22nd. And all the cast, bar one, unfortunately, who's on holidays, will be on stage and we're just going to be chatting about everything that happens behind the scenes, all their own personal journeys and how they live wild and free when they can. And I'd say the wild and free bit will be actually quite interesting because it's not the kind of thing they would often be asked about when they're being interviewed for various bits and pieces. It's not Mm -hmm. the kind of first avenue that anyone who's kind of trying to chat to them about anything will ever go down. So it's a lovely forum for that to kind of happen. Surrounded by a cast who all just love each other. Um, yeah. You know, which, which is fantastic. And, uh, you know, like a, a life changing series of events for everybody in the cast. I mean, sure, for goodness sakes, Shane can't walk down the street, <laughs> <Cork. laughs> yeah. you know, without somebody shouting or singing to him. And uh, it's it's just yeah. fantastic. And to maintain kind of that groundedness without necessarily being consciously grounded, but to maintain a groundedness about your own person and everything like that when stratospheric fame comes knocking at the door is a great testament to the fact that everyone has remained connected and rooted. And so like going back to film, and I know like there was a major excitement in the spring and everyone uh, was buzzing about the the scenes and everything like that being shot nearby them. And I saw so-and-so, so-and-so downtown. And, you know, uh, do you follow all of that kind of response online? Uh, I don't personally. No, no, I don't. I just think it's better to, for me, it's better just to, like, I view it as a job, you know, Mm -hmm. and because in that sense, it doesn't really own me and it doesn't own my life, which is, which is a good thing. Um, so I view it as a job that I really love and adore and I get to hang out with these amazing people. And then when it's done, it's done for me. Yeah. You know, I, I stay in touch with everybody and I, I you know, get into the, the enthusiasm of when the show is being released and that. But it's kind of done for me at that point. And I just go back to my, my life and my family and my, my passion projects. Yes, but in another sense, I suppose, because Peter has written it, there is that sort of semi blurry area where home and work do kind of overlap a little bit on the Venn diagram for a certain period of time while it's kind of pre-production, it's shooting and then there's post kind of chat and that sort of thing. And so it kind of is, is still there in the background, I imagine, quite a lot of the time, if not at the it's breakfast there, table. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's definitely not the breakfast table. No, definitely not. It's there in the background, you know, like it kind of, uh, it's hard not to be, but we very much, like we have two small kids, so it's very much, um, we focus on them and, 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 and that's it really. And do you find that, you know, some of the elements of what we're chatting about now is so strange. Back in, on Saturday, before I knew we were going to be having this conversation, I was having mm-hmm. similar little threads of a conversation with another girl who's an, an actress. And I suppose we were talking about couples who also work together and uh, the sort of way you need to kind of protect your personal life and your work life and recognise and honour both and, you know, marry both, but still have that sort of element of of groundedness in the personal. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's like, uh, obviously, we're both very respectful of what what we do and what we bring to the show um, as individuals, but also as a team. But, you know, I suppose our our family life is is the real team for us, you know, so that's where we try to maintain our focus. Yeah. So, I mean, like the family of the young offenders then, I mean, like what was the response when you sent out an email or texts or WhatsApps or whatever and said, hey, let's do this and let's do it live in Cork? Yeah. I mean, I, I, we, we actually filmed season four of the young offenders recently. We wrapped there about a month ago yeah. and I, I just said it to everybody on set. I literally just walked up and said, hey, I have this idea. What do you think? And everybody went, oh, my God, that's brilliant. And everybody was in. So yeah. it was it wasn't a hard ask to get everybody involved. It's just um, that that was the easy part. So I was really happy that everyone came to the table willingly. 
Well, you know, Cork has kind of really got its legs under it now in terms of podcasts and podcast festivals. And there's a, such a warm embrace for live podcast event and recordings and that sort of excitement that comes all around it. But I think the ownership and the participation that the audience feel with these events, too, is such a fantastic thing to see growing in Cork. So this got me like, listen. You just mentioned the name of the young offenders and everyone starts beaming and will straight away start telling you, oh, do you remember when they dot, dot, dot or how about the time X, Y, Z, you know, so it must be so heartwarming to be part of something that's so loved, like genuinely loved. And uh, I really hope you have just the most magical, gorgeous, gorgeous night. You're going to have a tough time, I guess, actually, Hillary, managing everyone <laughs> on stage. <laughs> That's Making sure everyone has part. a chance to talk. <laughs> That's going to be the tricky part. But actually, can I say as well that it's um, we've had a couple of questions about the show. And one is, is that uh, is it an all ages event? And yes, it is an all ages event. So if there are minors out there that want to come to the show, it is suitable for them as long as they have guardians with them. And as long as the Guardians are, you know, aware of the content of the TV show, there's going to be nothing worse than in the TV show that's going to be on, uh, on stage. So we're going to be watching clips of season one to three and discussing what really happened behind the scenes and, and, and all the fun bits. <laughs> and if there's fans out there as well, there'll be a Q&A session at the end of the show where you have time to fit it in. We'll do a Q&A session so fans can ask questions of, of everybody up on stage. So it's going to be a really, really, really special event and great crack. And we're just really thrilled to be able to bring it to the, to the audience. Very fantastic. Thanks so much. Thank you. Really appreciate it. The Arts House with Griffin's Potatoes. Feeding Cork families with delicious Griffin's New Seasons Queen.